last time on Multiclass Theater. The party leveled up, if you care about such things. The party spent their day gallivanting about town before meeting with Celine and the Thieves Guild that evening. It seems that Celine's solution for proving Feck's guilt was to have a paladin temporarily revive the Guildmaster that he might point his dead withered finger at the culprit. Not all were happy with the truth coming out, for Rotan had expected this news to destabilize and destroy the guild, rather than strengthen it. Unable to get a word with Selene, despite almost literally dying for her, he decided to take matters into his own hands and began planning the burning of a building. I wonder which one? Find out on this episode of Multiclass Theater. When last we left our heroes, Rotan had retired for the night at the Saucy Sailor, and Mist and Silway returned to the warehouse to get some shut-eye or to do whatever it is they do. We're on that, if I may. Mist and Rotan both left the Thieves' Guild ahead of Silway. This is true. You're right. Okay. So if you have another destination in mind, then name the system. Uh, Dantui? No, um, sorry. Uh, Mist, I think, returns to the inn with Rotan, but does not go in. He would find a tree or some other sufficiently, some other similar perch nearby to uh, nap in for the night. Okay. I mean, he could easily just climb on top of the inn. I mean, sure. And nap up there and still have a um, nice view of everything. Because I don't know if there's any trees large enough down there. That's right. Roof of the Inn is fine. I wasn't sure how much uh, urban planning they had. There's some trees, but it's it's the docks. It's the warehouse district. It's it's not the nicest part of town. Mist is hanging out, curled up on a roof. Silway returns to the warehouse, I imagine. Yeah, I think she would go back there. She's kind of in a not in the best mood at the moment. And so she wants to be alone. So yeah, warehouse. So this works for everybody. Okay, so it's the next morning. Uh, the sun comes up. There we are. That's all, all I got for, you know, my word picture. There's a tapping at Rotan's window. I was in my chamber napping when there came a tap, tap, tapping. It's exactly what it is. It's Shing. What? No, I'm kidding. Um. Ah, oh, I wonder who that could be. As the window flies open, Mist hefts himself up to the windowsill. Ah, oh, thanks. Appreciate that. And clambers in through the window. One quick thing that I probably should have mentioned before in my very expansive and inspiring word picture is that Rotan, when you wake up, Gruber is not there. I'm sure he's fine. That's a neat trick. Yeah, it's called climbing. Listen, I have something for you. And Mist fishes out a shiny little ring, the Ring of Jumping. What does it do? Well, I figure you might get some more use out of this than I would, because, you know, claws, and uh, it lets you leap into battle better, I guess. Ah. But I I wanted to offer it as a, a little peace offering. You know, for things. Well, I thank you very much. I will uh, give it a try. I'm going to put the ring on and I'll jump. And I smash through the ceiling, Superman style. I was going to say, if Rotan doesn't just hit his head on the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> now have this image in my head of Rotan now jumping into battle like the Jedi in Star Wars The Old Republic. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Oh, oh, 
<laughs> you put it on, you jump up in the air, and you jump your normal height. It doesn't seem to have done anything. It takes a minute to like, God, do I really want to say a tune that feels so meta? You have to kind of get used to it. It has to learn. You could say bond. Bond. There we go. I like that. Thanks, disembodied voice. You have to bond with it, which takes a little bit of time. But once you do, it'll it'll work. I'm not certain that I like the sound of that, but, but uh, you... You do seem to know your business, yes. So, um, have you seen Silway at all today? Uh, no, no, I didn't, I didn't go back to her camp last night. I do feel a bit bad about what happened, uh, yesterday evening, and I, I would like to, uh, to speak with her before the morning is done. We can head over there, and, and, uh, for what it's worth, I also think it is possible that I may have not made the best choices since we arrived in nightfall could you please elaborate uh no uh well okay fine i (laughs) i such a cat thing (laughs) i don't regret doing what we did because it helped protect silway but i do think that we might have traded one awful person for another vis-a-vis leadership of the thieves guild well, um, I have to say that I, I feel similarly, and uh, having a guild of thieves in this town at all does not sit well with me. Yes. So I think uh, I'm going to, um, to burn it down. Okay, um, uh, like the direction you're going with it. Yes. There, there may be another option, and, and I just was kind of thinking about this one. Let me run it by you. You can, you can, you can feel free to say no, but I, I kind of... I think we got like really two problems because we've got the Thieves Guild who we know a lot more about how they operate than probably most people who are not members do, which means I'm kind of just waiting for Celine to decide that we're more of a threat alive than we are useful and, you know, try try to kill us. And then we've got we've got our Belgian friend who wants the stone, and I kind of get the feeling where even if we give him the stone, he's going to kill us because job's done and he doesn't need, you know, witnesses to his activities. So what if we tried to pit the one against the other and maybe take some attention away from ourselves? You're saying pit the thieves killed against the brotherhood no not the brotherhood i mean we'll probably piss them off before this whole thing is over uh i mean i mean uh you know um uh arnon blix back up in uh good lord where did we come from in haroth i believe yeah back up back up in in roth there i i kind of get the vibe from him that whether we succeed or fail he gonna kill us uh he seemed completely trustworthy to me i cannot tell if you're being serious oh right you failed that check yeah, I did. I did not. I, I confess, I did not get the same vibe. And Silway also seemed really off put by him. Well, I'm willing to consider your proposal. It may be good to uh, to discuss it with Silway, as she uh, she might know a bit more about this on on fellow than she lets on. And uh, should should that idea fail, then um, I've uh, I've sent Gruber out to get us some hams. So that we can uh, we can be ready for uh, for burning down the thieves guild if if uh, if circumstances should should require. Right, sounds good. Hang on, can we unpack that for a minute? Why do you need hams to burn down the thieves guild? Ah, uh, because um, well, 
Gruber said that, that part of the reason that, that they tasted so good, the ham that he had, was because he lost his house to it. And I was thinking that we could perhaps smoke uh, some more hams in, in a similar fashion. I find no flaws in that logic. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> All right, then. Mist and Rotan, you enter the warehouse, and it's quiet and deserted. You can see a candle flickering up on the catwalk, and you see a silhouette of Silway sitting before it. Silway? Ah, uh, Rotan, is that you? Who else would it be? I don't know. Your voice is loud, and it sounds like anybody. Yeah, is anyone with you? Uh, yes, Mist is here. Hello. Hello. Okay, you guys might as well come up here. All right. I, um come up she'll close the book that she had before they get up there and set it aside and just sort of look at them like so now we now we get the rock well um actually uh i i am afraid i have some business to attend to first business burn down the thieves guild i'm sorry what well what i was thinking of doing was i was thinking i was going to um to meet with celine as she invited me to do and talk to them for a bit and uh and perhaps stir up some trouble and and then i was thinking i would burn down the thieves guild i i did suggest an alternative course of action that might accomplish the same goal silway is just like staring at rotan like aghast you're you're going to burn down my home? Your home? I was in the guild. You knew that. But you're not anymore. No, but it was for a long time. But it's full of horrible people. It is not. It's full of my friends. Dude, they don't even know your real name. They pointed crossbows at you yesterday. And me. And me. And he almost died for him. And Celine acted like he wasn't even there. But they... They're the reason I'm alive. Celine is the reason I have hands right now. You, you, you want to destroy them? And I think the two of us might be part of the reason you have hands right now too. But mm. we're not. I'm not. Mm, that's that's neither here nor there. What? What do you mean? Celine is the only reason you have hands. That's how I got out of the problem I was in and escaped the city to get up to Roth. Was Celine smuggled me out? Otherwise, I would have been brought before the guildmaster and probably had my hands cut off. Ah. Miss leans over and whispers to Rotan, That's the guy we got rid of. The hand cutting. I see. And why were you going to get your hands cut off? Because I... uh, She kind of looks away for a little bit. I botched a job. Intentionally. And they don't allow that. They had to set an example and they were going to punish me. Go on. And Celine took pity on me and basically stuck her neck out and got me out of the uh, out of the hall and out of the city and what was this job uh it was a a shipping thing in that warehouse we were at last night they had a ship come into port and i was supposed to get information about it so that they could be robbed essentially and i warned the captain instead ah did you know the captain i recognized him yes why did you warn him i uh, i can't say I, I shouldn't have. I should have realized what was going on sooner, and I should have just not taken that job. But I did, and it was too late, and I, I don't know, moment of weakness, I guess. I felt bad, and I warned him. I mean, he looks pointedly at Rotan. That would be the right thing to do, 
right? Warn somebody that they're about to be robbed. Yes, yes it would. But it's also punishable under the Thieves' Guild rules, and that's what they were going to do. Yes, well, I wouldn't consider those people to be your friends, Silway. Well, not not Feck and his loser buddies, but there's lots of other thieves in there that you don't know. Uh, I would definitely consider them at least somewhat trustworthy. But I, I want you to think for a second from our point of view, Celine seems to have had a lot more influence in that guild than she was letting on when she talked to us. Like, why did she need us to go into those catacombs if she's got friends in shiny silver armor who look way better equipped for that sort of thing than than we were? I mean, we were awesome, don't get me wrong, but like, she had resources that she was not straight up about. If I know Celine, she didn't want to risk her resources. She would rather risk the lives of people she doesn't know. Great. Makes me feel fantastic. Certainly something that that friends do. What are you saying? I'm saying it's not something that friends do. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm I'm not good with sarcasm. No, buddy, you're doing great. I actually picked up on that. I am so proud of you. And he he chucks Rotan on the shoulder and immediately regrets it because plate. (laughs) Freaking metal armor. God. You're saying Celine? Okay, yeah, you're right. Friend is too strong a word for Celine. Worked what she is, but she's a mentor or a. I owe her a lot. Okay, I don't want her killed. I don't want her hall burned down. What happens if she decides that Rotan and me know too much about how the guild operates? Do you think it's within her personality to decide the cat? And the shiny guy gotta go? She would probably say got to go in the sense of it's time to leave this city. And she would probably tell me to make that happen. Does that make sense? Has she told you to make it happen? Not yet, but we just haven't seen her since last night. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the next thing. Next time I meet her, she says it's time to get out of the city. Why does she get to decide where Rotan and me get to be and not be? She's not deciding. She's just warning of... Yeah, so the alternative is, if we don't get out of the city, what would she do? What would she do to him and me? What would she do to you? I don't know. Okay, I'm saying maybe, yes, I understand that you feel a debt to her. Totally get that. I'm not being sarcastic, but I'm saying from a neutral point of view, she may not actually be any nicer of a person in charge of that guild than Feck was. I mean, not that I know that many nice thieves. Present company accepted. Uh, I'm not a thief. I was just in the thieves' guild, okay? Well, it's a guild of... Whatever. Okay, whatever. It's semantic. Point is, I'm no longer comfortable... I'm comfortable with helping you out. I'm not comfortable with our little arrangement and what happens when she decides she needs to alter the deal. So we all agree. We should finish our job and then leave, right? Let's just go. Does the thieves' guild have operatives that leave the city? As far as I know, they're a local guild. Okay. If you're worried about global influence, our patron is the one that you should be worried about. Mr. Yes. Arnon, I serve the patron of the corridor, and ugh. Right. Which brings me to my other thought. What if we, uh, I don't know, set up some kind of tension between the local guild and the patron? Like, if they're worried about each other then Celine has bigger problems than us, and I don't think that part all the way through. I think Ardon would be very upset with us if we did that. Well, I mean, we're not going to walk back to his place and say, hey, by the way, we told the Thieves Guild that... Hmm. I like where you're going with this. 
I got the vibe that this patron, you know, what with the whole get it for us or die. I mean, if that's what the underling does, I kind of feel like the patron is not the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, you're you're exactly right on that. He's a bad guy. Right. So what if, and he taps the uh, he taps the little silver pin that adorns the most marvelous hat and turns into Arnon Blix. Eh? An illusion is not a plan. What's your plan? I do not understand. Cards on the table. I'm not comfortable with the whole let's make Feck a zombie. Don't get me wrong. I have no love loss for that guy. Total D-bag. But at the same time, like, zombie? That seems a bit harsh. I don't know. That thing we had to kill down there was kind of scary. I don't fancy Feck being turned into one of those things. I feel like that's more danger than it's worth. What do we do about the rock itself? Do we abandon our... I'm interested in not dying. I think we should go ahead and get that rock anyway. Or at least figure out what's going on with it, because, you know, we could get there and find out that it's just a rock that's painted yellow, and these guys have just got an amazing PR team, and I don't want to get killed over something like that, so... You know, that's kind of what I've been expecting since I... Because I've known the Brotherhood, I haven't known them, they don't... they wouldn't like me, but... I know of them, and they do not seem like the type that, like, literally can turn lead into gold. That seems like a story that they would concoct for one of their plays and just let that story get out and not contest it. But the only way to find that out is to get inside there. And it is not hard to believe if they have indeed made deals with fiendish forces, as we suspect. Plus, we gotta figure out why that body ended up in their yard of all places. That seems either coincidental or... I might know something about that? I do have his journal, and I've been reading it. Oh, what does it say? Well, it says a lot of things, but it's a journal that the guy, the, the dead ancient, has been keeping for like a year or so. And he's been chasing this other ancient guy across the world, just sort of following him to figure out what he's doing. And they end up here at nightfall, but it's I get the impression that like he used to live there. And so... When that guy left to travel north to to Roth, then our ancient dead guy followed him and somehow ended up dead. And I don't know how he ended up dead, because the journal stops before he dies, obviously. That'd be an awesome journal otherwise. Wouldn't it? That'd be so cool. But yeah, there's some sort of connection with that, with the Brotherhood, or at least the the estate that they lived on, that they live on. So I would love to find out more about that, because there's something going on with those, those two and that body... And it's it's a it's important. Do these ancients look like us? Mostly, yeah. They don't really age, so you can kind of tell from that. But yeah. How how would one tell if one did not know how old they were? Is there a, is there a method? Not as far as I know. Not really a good way to tell. Like I I can sort of tell because I, I I mean um, yeah. Just some sometimes you can tell just looking at them, but not usually. Hmm. I I do believe that my word should be my promise. And because my word is my promise, I will still go and I will meet with Celine this, uh, for lunch and for the execution. Now, whether the two of you wish to be involved in some plan to destabilize the Thieves' Guild, that is up to you. But I did tell myself when I came to this town upon learning that there was a Thieves' Guild here that I would try and destroy or destabilize it. And so I will do my utmost to to pursue that. Can you not burn it down? Can you weaken it without destroying it, maybe? What is your qualm here, Silway? I like those people. They were my family for five years. Well, family is important. And Celine? Celine was my 
best friend and mentor and... A best friend who uh, refuses to talk to you. She talks to me. When she wishes to. Well, I talk to her when I wish. Do you? No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) But I could. I could walk into the guild and say I want to talk to Celine, and she would talk to me. I'm pretty sure. Well, um, if you wish to join me for lunch, you're welcome to, but I, I'm not sure what, uh, what, what going to visit Celine. I'm not sure what that would accomplish. I don't think it would accomplish anything. I still like our run away and leave them alone idea. I'm afraid I can't do that. Well, what about the don't destroy them and burn down their guild, but destabilize them or weaken them? That was your original plan, right? Was to destabilize them? Destabilizing them will will satisfy me, yes. We can still do that. Okay. Without killing everybody. Can we agree that indiscriminate murder is bad, Rotan? It's not indiscriminate. They're all thieves. It's... that's... that's... I'm a thief. You want to burn me? I mean, it could be a small fire. Don't... I don't want to be burned in a small or a big fire. Well, okay. Suit yourself, but I swear I will destabilize this guild before I leave this town. One way or another. Would you like to come to this meeting with Celine with me? If I go and you try to start any kind of violence, I I don't know what I'm going to do. You have my word. I will not start violence. And just to be clear, fire is violence. Yes. Okay, sure, I'll come. And you can show me these friends of yours. I guess I'm going back to the Thieves Guild. You're going to have a very easy time editing my audio this session. <laughs> Control A, delete. And then three NPCs walk in talking to each other. And yeah, that was, the, that was the part I was dreading. I'm like, oh, yeah, her friends. <laughs> Will Mist be going too? I mean, Rotan didn't invite him, but... Well, in the interest of not splitting the party again, uh, yes. But Mist is going to kind of hang back and sort of watch from a distance rather than actually be right there. He's going to go as himself, right? Not yeah. in disguise? Yeah, this time. So you return back to your room, and as you open the door, it jams. Like, you can't get it all the way open. You have to force it open. And as you force the door open, you are overpowered at first with the smell, and then the sight of many, many, many hams. (laughs) As he's filled the room to about a foot depth with ham. Oh my, what? (laughs) How big is this room? Well, I mean, it's not that big, which is why he was able to do it. But you're guessing there's, I don't know, there's, it would take you a while to count all the ham. And wow. perched up on the desk. Gruber, my good man. Oh, sir, you're, you're back, sir. Oh, sir, I got the hams as you asked. So much ham. Well, yes, sir. I took all the gold pieces you've been giving me, sir. And I went out and I bought all the ham in the ham mart. You know, they have a whole ham district here, sir. You you don't do anything in half measures, do you? Oh, no, sir. Well, Gruber, there's been a slight complication in the plan. Oh, no, sir. I know, I hate complications, too. But this is one that we cannot avoid. It seems that Silway considers certain members of the Thieves' Guild to be family. So this, uh, this process of destabilizing the guild may require a bit more finesse. I don't quite follow you, sir. Uh, meaning, meaning we'll not be setting fire to it just yet. 
that that may still happen. We we may even set a different building on fire. I I have no idea how the next twenty four hours are going to play out. Uh, but it's good to be prepared. So again, I I don't I don't mean to undermine uh, what you've just done. This is an excellent amount of ham, and if we do burn a building down, it it, it is best to be prepared. So I thank you very much for that. Oh, thank you, sir. Your 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 praise means everything to me. Um, so I was just thinking, sir. Um, since all the ham is already here, um, so why don't we just burn this building down, sir? I mean, we sort of killed two birds with one stone, sir. We'd probably kill a lot more than two birds, Gruber, and that is, that is the issue. Also, I, I live here at the moment. I, I didn't think of that, sir. Uh, I don't know where we would live and store all the ham. This is why you should leave the thinking up to me, Gruber. I just, I'm, I'm afraid I got a bit carried away, sir. No, you did very well. This is, uh, even more ham than I dreamed of, yes. Oh, sir. Um, do you dream of ham too, sir? Yes, on occasion I do. Oh, sir, I'm so relieved to hear that, sir. I thought it was just me. Now, Gruber, I have another task for you. Oh, yes, sir. I would like you to continue preparations for burning a building down, potentially, in the future, if required. What do you need, sir? Some oil and uh, and perhaps a few lanterns would be good. And and get a wagon for it all. Oh, sir, I forgot to tell you. I found the cart, sir. Oh, you found the cart? Yes, sir. Some kids had taken it and they drove it across town, sir. And I cornered them and I said, that's Rotan's cart. And then they laughed at me. And then I said, get off it, you. And then they laughed again. And then... Then they, they, they punched me a bit, sir. And then the mother came out, sir, and chased them off. But but I got the cart back, sir. Did you find out where they'd gotten it from? I think they took it from where we left it, sir. Which was, um, oh, I can't remember, sir. Well, if you see these children again, point them out to me and I shall give them a lesson. Oh, yes, sir. Will you hit them with your hammer, sir? Well, I'll, I, uh, we will see. We will see what the situation calls for. Hold down a second, sir. And he goes and he starts rummaging. He, like, bends down and starts rummaging in the desk. And he finds a quill and then an ink pot and tries to dip it in and then write on his arm with the quill, but ends up stabbing himself. So then he decides to just dip his finger into the ink pot and he starts writing a note on his arm that says, Oil lanterns. Burn. Are you going to be all right there? Uh, is... Is he still bleeding? A little bit, but he doesn't okay. seem to notice or care. Okay, I'll burn a point of lay on hands. Oh, sir, you're, you're so, oh, you're so magnificent. Thank you, sir. My arm feels better already. I think you even fixed my elbow. What, when the kid kicked it and it kind of popped out of its socket, sir? Oh, well, you didn't mention that. Oh, well, oh, I, dear. I, I, I forgot, sir. Um, I, oh, dear. I, 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 I kind of blacked out. They were, they were very vicious children, sir. Well, again, point them out to me, should we meet them again. Now, Gruber, I'm afraid that I must away. I have a very important meeting to keep. Well, sir, um, uh, just a question, sir. Yes. There, there's a lot of harm in here, sir. Should I get us another room, sir? No, I wouldn't worry about it for the moment, Gruber. Oh, very good, sir. I'll just sleep on the desk, sir. Very good. And uh, keep the windows closed. We don't want uh, to attract flies. Oh, yeah, or cats, sir. Or cats, indeed. Oh, good one, Gruber.
Sylvia had one uh, small task between the morning meeting and the Thieves' Guild meeting, if, if there's time. Oh yeah, there is. She was going to go scout out Griffin's Perch and look for that little small hole in the back of the building and see if she can see it or how big it is. You walk along the road where you've been staying, where the saucy sailor is, where the sundown is. And on the other side of the sundown, before the road starts climbing the hill, there is a little bit of a path that takes you around the buildings and puts you out on the beach. And as you walk out there, you look up at a sheer rock face. And on top of that rock face is where Griffith's perch is. And about uh, maybe not quite halfway down the rock face, you see a small metal grate. It's maybe, maybe two feet by two feet. You can't really tell because you're still far away from it. And there's a slow trickle of water coming out of the grate. Okay, two feet by two feet. So I'm assuming a climb up there might take a little too long, so... No, you could do it. Someone may see you since it's the middle of the day. Yeah, I think I think she's accomplished her task, which is she wanted to come and, and see it and make sure that it really was there and how, see how big it was, so... Okay. Looking at it is something that you, Silway, would have no trouble fitting into. Mist would have no trouble fitting into. Rotan would have trouble fitting into it, though. Especially in his armor. You are climbing the streets up through Old Town and to the newer part of the city where the Thieves' Guild was located, and some clouds have rolled in, so it's not quite as bright and sunny as it was in the morning, but it's still a pleasant day. As you get close to the Thieves' Guild, the first thing that hits you is the sound of music, and you get closer to the Guild, and you hear a lot of loud talking and conversation, and... It sounds less like an execution and more like a party. As you get to the backyard, where you are all too familiar with, you see hanging up above the grounds are lanterns strung up. The loud music is really loud. You hear inside the sound of people drinking and laughing and just having a fantastic time. Is this a normal thing that I would like? I, you have not witnessed in all your time there, you have not witnessed an execution. Obviously, they've been known to have parties and stuff, but you've never seen anything like this. So they're partying for the execution. Yes. Okay. And also the air is filled with the smell of roast pork. Okay, interesting. Are they are they singing and dancing? Yes, it's uh, not the sort of skullduggery that I would expect such riffraff to get up to. Yeah, they've had parties before, but not like this. And not in the middle of the day, and not when there's a guild business to attend to. What is the layout of the guild, Diana? So is it like a bigger building with like a closed-off courtyard, or like... Yes. Yeah, I almost picture it, I guess, not quite Georgian, but a colonial building where it's flat front, it's stone, it's very rectangular and stout, and three stories high, and in the back is a closed-off courtyard. But it is a stone building and not wood, unlike many of the others around it. And how high are the walls around the courtyard? Uh, what did I say? This is super weird, though, because you literally just described my fraternity house. Well, I mean... It was also a three-story queue with a small I mean, courtyard in the back. to be honest, that's kind of... You know, oh, God. the inspiration for this whole yes. thing. So it's entirely fitting. I'm like, that was weirdly appropriately accurate. <laughs> this is getting meta. How did you know? You've been stalking me. Well, do we go up and knock? 
Uh, that's probably the best way since we're invited guests for once. Rotan goes up and knocks. You knock loudly, and you wait, and you wait, and you wait a little bit more. And just when you're about to knock again, the door opens, and standing inside is a very wobbly, very giddy Trevor. Oh, hey, everybody! Uh, hello! You're Trevor, aren't you? Um, yeah, did we know? Did I, did I meet you? I introduced him, Trevor. This is, this is my friend Rotan, and Silway steps forward. Hope, I'm assuming she recognizes, oh, yeah. or she recognizes him, and vice versa. Come on in. Party's out back. Oh, very well. Lead, lead the way. Oh, okay. You're in. He closes the door and locks it using a very complicated mechanical lock, and then starts staggering back outside. As he walks, you see there's a table on the side that he set his mug down on, and he takes it and tries to be all suave and take a sip and misses most of his mouth, and it sloshes down his neck. Hey, Trevor. Hey, Mara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so we're, we're friends, right? Yeah, I mean, sort of. I mean, I, I always wanted to be your friend, but I was, you know, I was kind of always scared because, like, you were cool and, like... Um, a girl, and like, but but I'm 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 babbling, aren't I? I'm, I feel like I'm babbling, I'm babbling. Silway is like she's grinning like a fool and kind of blushing, like okay, just just checking. And then she glances over at Rotan, kind of meaningfully, like, see, friends. I think this still is a point for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not the only one. There's more. Um, can I can I get you a drink, friend? Yes, friends would get each other drinks. How about you get me a drink? Is that your dad? Silway looks over at Rotan. Are you my dad? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, let me answer that for you. No, that's not my dad. Oh, oh, cool. I was just like, because I was going to say, you don't really look like. And if he was, then I would be, um, it would make me really nervous. And he's kind of fidgeting with his fingers and blushing. I think Trevor has a crush on Silway. As subtle as every teenage boy is about that. Yeah, he really is. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, come on. Come on, Mara. Come on, not dad. Let's go get drinks. My name is Rotan. Okay. And he stumbles out into the yard. Rotan is taking everything in with a keener expression on his face than usual. That, like, this is the lair of the enemy. This is how they work. everyone and happy new year just to date exactly when we're uh, going about recording this actually we're halfway through january at this point but nonetheless this is our first recording of the new year and we hope you all had a wonderful holiday season this is episode 10 of multi-class theater if you've stuck it out this far you've made it to double digits and we really really appreciate that if you're liking what you're doing there's a number of ways you can show us that one is keep listening the other you can Give us a review on uh, on iTunes or leave us a message on Twitter at MCTPod and let us know that you're listening. Let us know that you like what you hear. There's a Facebook page, too. There is a Facebook page, too. Yes, uh, I don't run that either. So I'm going to let I'm going to turn that over to those that do. There's only one of us who do, and that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it literally just search Facebook for, for uh, multi-class theater and... It's a fan page. We post there whenever episodes come out and would love to get some more engagement on it. Yeah, definitely. And also, uh, we have an active Instagram now. Uh, if you're not following it, you should. 
Um, it is amusing, it is insightful, facts and tidbits and miscellaneous trivia about the various characters. You can see our character sheets. You can see the character sheets, you can see other possible in-game items uh, that will be coming up in the future. And so it's it's a good time. It's, it's actually kind of rather entertaining, surprising. Twitter, uh, maybe not so entertaining, but useful. Uh, I run that. Um, follow us, engage us, DM me just to say hi. I get lonely. DM means something different in Twitter world, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. That figures. So, Adam, do you have anything or do you just happy to be here? <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Real quickly, uh, I just wanted to give a special shout out and thank you to Dave Cole, the producer editor, composer, DM extraordinaire of the Four Orbs podcast. If you haven't listened to it, it is brilliant. It is impressively put together. The music is astonishing and it gets better and better. He has been a great friend to our little uh, endeavor here, answering all my silly questions and helping out in a myriad of ways. Um, so definitely give him a listen. He's at like episode 90 or something. So, you know, you've got some time. Oh, also, if you stay tuned to the end of the episode, I plan to put a promo for their podcast at the end of this particular episode. So stay tuned for that. That's all I have. So unless y'all have anything, nothing, is anyone still there? I'm just glad to be back all together recording mid-rolls now. It was very lonely doing them solo. Yes, but they, yours and Adam's were very, very good. Mine, not so much. But I like the camaraderie of these group ones better. Let me tell you, it's a pain to get Rotan to read anything. I, I was actually waiting and listening to see if there was a number higher than 10 that appeared in that uh, mid-roll. And there was not, so yay consistency. <laughs> yay consistency. All right, back to the show? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Scene. Since Rotan has not been in the Thieves' Guild before, you see that the first floor is rather pedestrian. Utilitarian is probably a better word. And then there's a staircase leading up. The interior is all wood. Again, you know, much like a frat house or a colonial house where there's, you know, dining room, there's a kitchen, there's just a quote-unquote living room, which is shabby with worn couches and literally no decorations anywhere. Again, frat house. But the stairway leading up, the banister looks to be made of nice wood and actually is carpeted with a runner going up the stairs. I don't see a lot of loot around. Are you expecting loot, Rotan? Well, this is a thieves' guild after all. What do, you, what do they spend all their days doing? I think you're confusing us with a dragon horde. What do you do with the things that you steal? I don't steal things. But but you you, you steal information that you then sell to other people. Presumably that generates money. Were you expecting to see like piles of money like laying around the, the, the corridors? While you're in the midst of talking, Trevor returns with three mugs of ale and he shoves two in your direction. He's like, uh, um, I, I hope, I hope you're okay, Samara. I, I hope you, I hope, and, and you too, uh, not, I'm sorry, Rotan. Yes, uh, call me whatever you like, Trevor. Does not matter to me. Okay, not dad. Okay, very well. Sylvia takes her, her mug and kind of sniffs it just out of habit to make sure nothing seems off with it, and then she'll sip at it. Assuming nothing seems off with it. No, it is actually a very fine ale. So she seems satisfied, and she'll just kind of kind of drink her beer. Yeah, Rotan drinks. As you step out into the yard, you see that on the far side, opposite the entrance to the tomb, 
A small stage has been set up, and on top of it are a group of musicians, and there is a small fire pit with a roast pig slowly turning on a spit. And then in the center of the yard, there is a sort of small dais that looks like it's been built, or more like almost like a platform. I mean, in all honesty, it looks like kind of like a medals platform at the Olympics. And in the center, on the highest step, stands Feck, and his two minions stand to either side. All three of them are chained to the platform. And you see from time to time, thieves wander up to them, some of them spit on them, some of them throw fruit at them, some of them dump beer over their heads, some of them just call them names and they seem to be the objects of scorn, derision, and a little bit of cruel mockery. Silway will join in, and we head over towards Feck and just sort of give him a, a glare. Like, you got what you deserve. Uh, I'll follow. He glares back at you, but you can tell he's... It looks like he's been out there for a while. His skin is red, and his eyes are swollen, as if somebody punched him a few times, and his lips are dry. And if somebody does throw or dump beer at him, he tries to lap it up. He looks very dehydrated, as do the other two. Well, she doesn't really say much more to him. She kind of just looks at him and takes in the scene and seems satisfied that he's getting what he deserves. Where's Mist? He would try to find a way to sneak around back and try to find a high point to see into the courtyard try and get above the, try and get above the walls but I'm not sure if there's something in, in that layout that would let him do that no there isn't it almost it seems like it was purposefully built that way with no tall buildings anywhere close to the guild like it's on an island unto itself could he scale the walls up to the roof yeah he could do that could he do it stealthily that's another matter well let's give it a shot I'm sure there's some way we can determine if he would be stealthy enough. If only there was a way. All right, so give me a um, stealth check. I'm not going to have him make a climbing check because that'll be easy enough for him to do it. 15 plus 7 is a 22 to stealth. Then uh, he easily clambers up the side of the building. I don't know if you were expecting to run into some sort of sentry or lookout, but you don't encounter any. The top of the roof is angled in such a way that it's hard to find purchase and it's very slick. Uh, your claws are helping you, though. You think that if you didn't have them, you probably would slide straight off the roof. Good to keep in mind. Can I, I was gonna say, can I maneuver, can I, from my position on the roof, see into the uh, backyard? You can if you bring yourself closer to the edge, though you're gonna have to be careful not to get seen. If you're just standing there at the edge, they're definitely gonna see you. I'm gonna tap the, uh... Let's see, what's... You can see one foot shorter or taller. I'm wondering if I could create a, create an appearance of my... create Use the hat to create an appearance of myself that is one foot shorter than I actually am, so that I can have one foot of invisible head sticking up over the edge. I understand what you're saying. So, like, it'll you'll appear... Yeah, that makes sense. Though, oh, you can only get, like, the tip of your nose over, because... With the hat, one foot isn't all that much. Well, the good news is my eyes are above my nose, so... (laughs) 
down on the grounds, the, the party is just... Seems like it's picking up steam. But you don't see Selene anywhere. You're thick, aren't you? Um, yeah, bro. Who are you? Got what you deserve, didn't you? Eh, uh, man. Piss off. I beg your pardon? Bro, I don't know who you are, but... Man, I don't... I've had a bad day. Yes, well, you, uh... You did steal from people and, uh... And threatened to kill others, so... Uh... You know, all of that is... Is very bad. Come on, bro. We're thieves, brah. Like, what are you doing here if you're not a thief, man? Come on, I don't have time for this. Man, this is my last day, brah. Ah, uh, uh, and then what happens? Ah, oh, come on, man. I don't need this nonsense. Who put you up to this? Nobody. I did this myself. Uh, man. You sure, man? This seems like something Phil Steen would do. Do you, uh, do you believe in any gods? What? Man, what kind of question is that, brah? Is Silway still with him, or did she wander off? No, she's next to him. She's listening. Uh, he mauls an eye towards Silway. Mara, brah, why'd you bring the, your dad here to harass me? I don't want to deal with this. Come on, brah, have some mercy. He wanted to come here, and I wanted to see how the Thieves' Guild really operates. So, here he is. I would encourage you to consider praying before the end. Pray to who, brah? There ain't no god, brah. There's just... there's just money, brah. Well then, pray to money. Perhaps it will save you. Nah, brah, I wish it would. I got money. Oh wait, I got money, brah. Tell you what, you spring me out of here, brah. I'll make it worth your while. Yes? I, I got money, brah. I got... Yes? I got stuff hidden, brah. Where? Uh, well, brah, you gotta get me out of here first. I'm not... Because... <coughs> brah, I mean... I'm not gonna just tell you. Well, most a pity. Again, I would encourage you to pray before the end. Farewell. He tries to muster up enough spittle to spit on you, but only manages to get a thin stream that slowly falls down his chin. Great. <laughs> uh, I want to look for Celine. So before they leave, as Rotan turns and walks away, Silway will pause and look at Thak and say, he's not my dad, and then walk off. <laughs> Fine, brah, your boyfriend. Whatever. And she ignores him and just keeps walking. She also wants to find Celine, so I think they can do that together. The yard's not that big, but there are thieves everywhere, many of whom were pointing crossbows at you last night, but all of them seem too drunk to notice or care. You slowly make the circle around the yard, and you still can't find Celine. She doesn't appear to be out there. Celine will sort of make the rounds and look for people she knows and ask them if they know where Selene is or if they've anyone's seen her since last night. Who are you going to ask? You can try to find Trevor or just a random... She'll she'll start with Trevor, and then if Trevor's not available, we can just, yeah, find other people that she knows. She's got friends, so... One of her friends from the Thieves Guild. Oh, hey, Mara. You, you need another drink? Hi, not that. Um, hey, Trevor. Um, no, I'm, I I have half the, the mug left still. Oh, um, well, if you, if you need... A, a drink. Uh, okay. Oh, do you want some? Do you want some? Have you had some pig yet? It's really good. Oh, I did have some pig. Not not here though. I had some um, other pig like a, a couple nights ago. Uh, I, no, I don't need food. Thank you though. I, I mostly want to find Celine. Oh, um. Well, she's up in the study. I, I guess she's doing a big speech or something. We're all kind of waiting. Um. What about you, not dad? Do you want? Do you want some pig? Oh uh, yes, I'll have some pig. Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, Mara, do you want? Do you want to come with me? Um. 
Okay. She seems a little hesitant, but uh, she'll go, she goes with him. He positively beams when she agrees to accompany him. Rotan winks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'll catch up with you later, not dad. So long. Do I recognize any of the other thieves here? Or, or is it going to be like that awkward party? <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, I maybe shouldn't have come to this party. I know nobody here. <laughs> I, I think, well, I mean, you recognize a few of them from the night before, pointing crossbows at you. But yeah, you are you have around a bunch of people dressed in, for the most part, dirty leather armor. And some in rags and some in just scraps of whatever they could find. And you are standing out like a beacon of, I don't even know what, in your shiny metal armor. I'm gonna approach one of the ones who aimed a crossbow at me. Okay, he's in mid-conversation with uh, one of the other thieves. I'll wait for him to finish. Okay, he finishes, because I couldn't think of anything <laughs> right outside my head. And that's my entire backstory. <laughs> um, Hello, I, I don't believe we've ever actually met. My name is Rotod. I offer a hand. Uh, who are you? Uh, you pointed a crossbow at me last night. I did? Yes, you did. Uh, what's oh. your name? Oh, I'm, I'm Milstein. How are you doing? Hello, Milstein. I am, I am, uh, I find this whole event fascinating. Are you, I don't remember you from the guild. Are you part of the guild or are you not really part of the guild? No, I'm a guest of your boss. Oh, you're... Your new boss, yes. Oh. Celine. Oh, are, are you her dad? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> almost certainly not. Uh, but I um, I was wondering, you know, that, that whole business in the warehouse happened awfully quickly. Uh, in fact, didn't seem to have very much support amongst you. Well, he, I mean, that's not totally correct. He did. He had a fair faction, but... You have to understand something about us thieves and the guilds and um, how things work. Um, people are very, um, uh, what's the word? Um, they're very flexible. And you see, when uh, they sense the wind is blowing a certain direction, they tend to move in that direction. So when it became clear that uh, Feck was on the way out, um, it became only natural to, um, you know, uh, go with the, the, the winner. Ah, I see. No honor among thieves, am I right? Ha 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 ha. elbows him a little bit. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a good one. I never heard that one before. Certainly not last session. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh. So, um, um, did you, I'm sorry, did you did you tell me what your name was? I, I may have missed it. Um, Rotan von Bastard. Oh, are, are you a, are you like some sort of lord? Uh, yes, in fact. Really? Of sorts, so what, yes. Uh, what, what are you doing here? I mean, this doesn't seem like the kind of place for a lord. Uh, I'm sent here by a, by a goddess. Really? Yes. That's... that's Unbelievable. I know. <laughs> Pretty great, huh? I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know any goddesses. What did she... Was she hot? Tell me. She was hot, wasn't she? She uh, did have attractive qualities, yes. Huh. Fair voice and face. <sighs> you're, you're very lucky. 
I, I hope to meet a goddess someday. Oh, uh, yes. Well, uh, do you, uh, do you pray to any particular gods? Um, no, I was... Or goddesses? I, I was raised, um, Presbyterian, but I kind of have, like, moved away from that. You know, it, it was something my, my parents did. Um... Ah, uh, yes, that does happen. So, so tell me, I, I continue to be very puzzled by, by the way this guild functions. Uh, what matters of justice do you have? I mean, clearly there was no trial for Feck. Uh, but what happens when you, um, I don't know, when, when people steal from each other? I mean, presumably they steal from each other, right? Well, I mean, yeah, but depending on who you are and how much power you have, um, you know, the, if you're, like, have power and you steal from somebody, it, nothing's really going to happen to you. But if you're, like, low on the totem pole and you steal from one of the people high on the totem pole, then then you could get your hand cut off. Ah, I see. So it's just uh, just something that, that people uh, that happens, but people try and keep on the down low. Well, I mean, yeah, we're you know we are a thieves guild, but it's sort of but you know more serious crimes and 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 just you know I, I don't want you to get the wrong impression of us. You know, Feck did have a trial, but like with you know the 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 corpse comes back and says he was the one who murdered me. Um, you know, at that point, that's pretty damning evidence. I mean, I'm not a barrister or anything, but, you know, it, it was moving. It convinced me. Yeah, you all believe that awfully quick. Well, I mean, it, 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 I, I saw it. It's What was the Silver Sister doing there? Um, she was the one who cast the spell to um, enable us and Celine to be able to talk to the old man. Does Celine know this person? Well, uh, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I'm not really that far up. Uh, the uh, the the chain myself. I'm I'm uh, I, I'm in uh, sort of initiate second class, um, which isn't really that far. But I'm working very hard on on some of my badges, and I hope that maybe at the next pack meeting I will I, I will get promoted. Ah, oh, well, uh, best of luck to you then, man. Oh, uh, thank you for all of the info. Oh, okay. Yeah, anytime, man. Um, yeah, it was good to meet you. Um, and, you know, if you... I don't know, if you talk to your goddess again, and, you know, maybe she's got a sister? Uh, yes, I believe she does. Yes. Oh. I'll put in a good word oh, for thank you. you. You're very... You're a good, you're a good man. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rotan leaves. Okay. I don't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> his name was Milstein. Milstein, that's right. Oh, okay. Um, uh, sorry, I was pinching my nose close to do that voice. I have to get my uh, breathing back. Anyway, Silway wanders over to the pig with Trevor. And Trevor's just been babbling the whole time. So, so, uh, Mara, where, where have you been? I haven't, I haven't seen you in a while. Like, I, I, you know, I missed you. You know, we used to kind of hang out and, and, well, I mean, not really hang out, but, like, um, I used to watch you. No, wait, that didn't come out right. Um, I used to, um, follow, no, wait, I didn't follow you. Um, I'm just gonna stop talking now. Trevor? Uh, yeah, yes, Mara? Um, would you like some pig? <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
uh, sure. Um, sure. Uh, okay. So she goes over there and gets some, some slices of ham or whatever is, is cooking over there. It's a beautifully charred slice of pig. The, the flavor is excellent. Gruber would be very happy. This is the frickin' school dance scene that happens in every CW <laughs> show. <laughs> oh, this is like the, the second best ham I've had all week. Where, wait, where'd you get better ham? Oh, I can... Can, can we go there together? Um, no, I think that ham got destroyed. Um, oh, oh. No, no, we can't go to the theater together. I, I'm, I don't think I'm going to be around very much, um, after, after today. But, but we just, we, we just reunited. Remember? Mara, Trevor, what a team they make. Okay, I, maybe that was just in my head. It's something I used to sing to myself, but, but I, I wanted it to be true. Uh, well, it, it's not true. Sorry. But his eyes are starting to water. Trevor, you don't understand. I can't stay. I'm I I have things to do. I have I have a, a mission and I have I I, yeah, I can't stay here. Is a secret mission? Yes, a secret mission. It's well, I always have secret missions. Right? It, I can't tell it, you about my No. Did, did Celine give it to you? Okay, if I told you that, it would be a clue to this the mission, it would be a secret anymore. Ah, oh, come on, Mara. Just, just a little clue, a little hint. I won't tell anybody. You know me. I don't talk. Come on. I didn't even tell anybody about Vex six toes. Oh God damn! I did. I just did. He's got six toes. It's so gross. Oh yeah, that's that's really gross. Six six toes. And then Zoe like self-consciously moves her right foot behind her left one. <laughs> I no. I I have to leave. I'm not gonna be here. Like. Maybe even tonight, as soon as tonight, I could just be gone, like... Um, Mara, um, I, I don't want to be too presumptuous, and, and, and I, I, I understand if you, um, if you'd say no, but, um, will you write to me? Like letters? Yeah, just like every so often from, like, all the exciting places you visit, just, it would, it would mean a lot to me, Mara. Uh, I... That's not how running away works. I mean, you don't have to say where you are or what you're doing, but just, I don't know, just to hear your, well, read your voice. I, I, never mind. He just kind of turns his back and drowns his face in his mug of ale. All right, all right, hold on. I'll tell you what. If I'm back in Nightfall ever, I will come find you. Is that, <sighs> would that work? He turns around and he throws down his mug of ale and reaches out and grabs you in a hug and pulls you close. Oh, that would make me so happy. Thank you. Thank you, Mara. You're so one. And then he realizes what he's doing and he pushes you back and his face is beet red. Yeah, Sylvie's doing the uh, the awkward hug thing where she just stands there with her arms down at her side, like eyes wide open, staring around like, what is happening to me right now? And she looks at him like, okay, be cool, Trevor. Come on. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna go over there now. And he turns and he lowers his head and shuffles off into the crowd. Um, maybe I'll see you before I leave after the execution or whatever. He's gone. You can't see him anymore. He's been swallowed up by the crowd. Silway takes a very long drink of the rest of her ale and sighs very loudly, and then tries to find Celine uh, before before Rotan does. <laughs>
go up to the third floor and you find Celine sitting behind the Guildmaster's desk. On her hand, you can see prominently displayed is the Guildmaster's seal. And she appears to be scribbling something on a piece of parchment. So he makes a little knock on the door to announce her presence. And she waits a minute or two to finish writing down her thought and then looks up and says, Ah, Mara... You've come back to me. Are you back to stay this time? No. I, I think I have to finish my my job that I that I have, which means I have to leave Nightfall again. Mm-hmm. That pains me, Mara. But I understand. I was hoping you would come because I have a question for you. What what's your question? Now please have a seat. Make yourself comfortable. Okay. Zoe does so. Okay, and Mara Mara. Celine leans forward, interlaces her fingers in front of her, and puts her, rests her chin on top of her fingers and says, and she gives you a giant like, smile and says, where are the swords? Um, which, which swords do you mean? Oh, I think you know exactly which swords I mean. I believe... They were formerly possessed by our last tomb warden. I do know where those are. My question is, how do you know they're not down in the crypt? Because, my dear, the only way for you to get the guildmaster out was to kill the tomb warden. And when I went down there to see your handiwork, they were gone. Yes, I I did take them. But I don't have them on me. Where are they? I need them. They're in the possession of an associate of mine. Which one? The cat or the tin man? I have more associates than the cat and the tin man. Oh, honey, no you didn't. You forget. I have eyes everywhere. Remember, you once were one of those eyes. Uh, well, the swords are not useful to me. I, I would be happy to give them back, but I was hoping you would give me something in trade for them. What do you want? My associates? I need them to be safe. Consider the swords ransom until they are safely out of the city. Mara, how could you? How long have we known one another? Why would you think I would wish you or your friends any harm? You don't leave loose ends, Celine. I've seen you work before. No, but I also don't blunt useful tools. Are they useful useful. tools to you? Oh, Oh, that hurts. (laughs) They may be. I don't know what the future holds, Mara, nor do you. There may come a time when we both need one another. I should like to keep this relationship cordial and open. Uh, I'd like Silway to do an insight check on her to see how truthful she's being about them being useful and why to keep them alive. Okay, let me just look at something real quick, because I... So she has the mastermind trait. Uh, she may get advantages there. Ah, well, Silway has her own advantages on uh, insight checks to check for lying. So we'll see how these two master criminals fare against each other. 
Oh, the battle of wits. It comes down to a dice roll. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, and I just tossed my d20 over the back of the couch. Uh, Shouldn't match wits with a Sicilian when death is on the line. Ha ha ha. Saving throw. <laughs> okay, no, she doesn't actually get any bonuses for that. She has Aha. basically at 17th level, She uh, her mind can't be read, though. Advantage Silway. Yes. <laughs> Advantage <So>. Silway. <laughs> Okay, so, but I'm, she's obviously going to resist it, so. Yes, it'll be, I think it's versus deception, assuming she's deceiving. Yeah, she, well, I mean, let me pull up. I mean, let me, whether she's deceiving or not, that's your prerogative. Right, but. let me pull up her character sheet and see where, yes, she actually has a character sheet. Um, if she's 17th level, I would imagine No, so. she's not 17th level. She's higher level if she's not 17th, because she, so she doesn't have that um, ability, so. Okay, we can roll. Okay, rolling for insight. Wow. Um, I rolled a two. Okay, she beat you. She rolled a 16. But that gets pushed up to an eight, which still fails because she rolled way better than that. Yeah, so, I mean, as far as you can tell, she is telling the truth. All right, Celine. You say you want them safe? I believe you. And you want the swords back. I want the swords back. No, I need the swords back. Tell me why. They have been in the possession of the Tomb Warden since this guild was founded. Does that mean Feck is going to use them? Well, I mean, sort of. Once the new Tomb Warden is raised, there is no more Feck. They are just the warden. Alright. I have the swords, but they're not here. I will return them to you before I leave the city. No, Mara. I need them now. I need them before this execution can commence. So wherever they are, whoever has them, I need you to find them and either bring them here or bring the swords here. As I said, I do not want to harm you or your friends. But that doesn't mean I won't. You know how this works, Mara. You know how important this is. So without those swords, the tools are no longer useful to you? And you will blunt them? If I'm forced to. Nobody's forcing you, Celine. No one's forcing you Mara, to do any of this. Mara, did you not pay attention to anything in this guild? Do you not understand how weak I would look if I couldn't get two swords back from a couple of idiots? Okay, they're not both idiots. Sorry. And you understand how precarious my position is. Look at what this guild was like under Feck. Look at the bro-hug, frat house, toxic, masculine hellhole this place turned into. Do you not think that there is a not insignificant portion of them who wouldn't fall back under some other douchebag's rule? 
Should I not prove strong enough to maintain control? Mara, I'm talking honestly to you because I know you're smart and because I've always seen the spark inside you. Go to your friends, get the swords, bring them here, and then do what you will. And if I don't bring them here? If you don't bring the swords here, you will force my hand. And I cannot be held responsible for the actions of myself or this guild. Will you have a guild if I don't bring you those swords? I guess that depends. I guess that depends if they kill you or not. You said yourself you would look weak. Do not try my patience, Mara. You're not as clever as you think you are. You have one choice. You give me the swords or you do not. There is no talking your way out of this one. Well, I understand. I hope so. And she stands up and starts to head for the the exit. Celine just watches you leave. Oh, that was so tense. I love that. Uh, now I have no idea what to do, though. <laughs> oh, such a good scene. holding court with three of the younger, like the initiates, gathered around him, lapping up his story. And I'll give you a second to come up with a good sentence to walk in on. And and that's when we realized that there were two giant krakens. (laughs) Oh, hello, Mara. Wink. Hello, not dad. Wink. Um, she'll walk up next to him and kind of say quietly, we need to find Mist. Oh, uh, I was looking for him earlier, but could not find him. That's because he rolled a 22 on his stealth check. And I rolled a four. <laughs> <laughs> he has something we need. We need to find him. Yes. Uh, uh, very well. Um, well, uh, where would you like to look for us? Uh, he said he would be behind us, right? Or he would be, he was going to be here just out of sight. We need a... I don't know, a signal or something, somebody to like tell him to come find us, but he can't just show up in the middle of the party. Actually, he could. He just wouldn't want to. He, he wouldn't be inside. He's probably outside somewhere. Let's let's go and see if we can find him. We could uh, yell his name, perhaps. Let's let's not draw more attention to ourselves than we need to, maybe? Very well. Uh, yeah, let's, let's go look for him. Um, then they will I'd head for the exit, I think. Uh, which exit? You're gonna go back in the house, or you're gonna try to go out through the entrance to the wall, or in the wall? So we're actually outside right yeah, now. Yeah, because Rotan was outside. He was still in the backyard. Okay. Then I think what she'll do is actually, and she'll like look for Miss. Like she'll do a, a perception check or, or whatever to like see if she can spot him. Ah, uh, I don't. Um. Okay, you can try. It's gonna be a very hard check. Yeah, he's like invisible, practically. Practically. If you can see two pairs of cat eyes from about 100 feet away. Well, he's got a plus eight perception. We'll see how this goes. Uh, 24. 
perception check. I think Ooh. that would do it. I think the. Let me just look at the my screen here. Very hard. Oh no! You needed a twenty-five. Damn it! So close. Uh, let's see. The message cantrip's not going to do much good because she can't actually see him to direct it somewhere. Why? Why do we need to find Mist? We, he has the something in his possession that Celine needs. Oh, what's that? Um, the the swords. Oh, are we whispering? <laughs> I don't want the thieves to know that we're the ones holding up this celebration. Ah, I see. Party crashes. Uh, so you've met with Celine? I, I did, yeah. After I talked to Trevor. Oh, how did it go? Um, not well. Oh, so is she your friend? No, I, I don't. I don't know. Two zero, uh, two one, let's say. Two one Rotan. Because I'll give you a point for, for making a friend. Look, she's still a friend or an ally or, but I just can't get in her way or piss her off. So we need those swords. And what happens if she does not get them? Then she can't perform the execution and she will be very angry, and she knows that we have the swords, and therefore she will be angry at us. I could kill Feck. You can kill him, but you can't raise him. Oh, that's what this is about. Yes. Tradition. Yes. Ah, uh, yes, well, I I can get behind that. You remember yes. how the, the Tomb Warden that we killed had those swords? Yes, I do. Apparently every Tomb Warden has those swords. Ah. So, Feck needs those swords. Hmm. All right. Um, well, really, now that I think about it, it really is a good thing you decided to come. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. It became more complicated than I imagined. It would have been very (laughs) awkward for me. All right, where is Mist? He's got to be around here somewhere. Can I hear them at all? Um, I don't think so. Not over the music and the sort of din of the party, but you see them huddled together, whispering. Silway kind of, I don't know, not, not, not like waving her arms, trying to get his attention, but she'll sort of make it clear that she's agitated, I guess, if he's perceptive enough to notice that kind of stuff. What if we do cat things? Let's see how insightful he's feeling today. Uh, eh. Rotan starts licking his <laughs> hand. <laughs> Mm, yes. Lovely bath that I'm giving to myself right now. <laughs> what are you doing, Rotan? Oh, I know I'm, what I'll I'm, do. Um, I'm <laughs> doing cat things. I know how I'll get their attention. This is going to go fantastically. You do? So I've got that jug of alchemy. I can pour out a water balloon-sized amount of water. Okay. And shape it with my shape water spell. And could I then huck that towards them? Um, you could. It says I can manipulate the the water up to... It has a range of 30 feet, but, like, if I throw the water and I'm not actively, you know, controlling the spell at that point, it should be fine if the water goes beyond 30 feet. Well, I mean, honestly, you could even... You could even just move it over their heads and then release the spell. Oh, that's true. Are you within 30 feet of us? Vertical. Um, yeah. Or like, but you could do it like 30 like, feet outwards. You're gotcha. within 30 feet of them, like, distance, but you're 
you know, quite a distance up, but you could like literally, you know, hang it over their heads and then let it go. God, let's do that, and I'll just dis- I'll dismiss the illusion first, so that or dis- dismiss the disguise first, so that okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, give me a spellcasting ability check. I guess so, because I was trying to decide between that and intelligence, just to make sure. Well, no, wait, no, you know, forget that. You're a cat. If there's one thing cats can do, is figure out spatial geometry. <laughs> uh. If you've ever seen a cat try to <laughs> plot out a, a jump up to somewhere, yeah. Yeah, but balance that against all of the cats that have tried to run through boxes <laughs> or tubes. I see what you're saying. It feels like a wash to me. Okay, so then we'll do a we'll do a spell casting check. <laughs> okay. Do I do you want should, do I have my proficiency bonus to something like that or I mean I'm proficient in spell casting, so I, I would assume so. yes. I'm, I believe that's the way proficiency works. Oh. That is a natural twenty. This this drop of this water is gonna fall between them, but not on either of them. Um Alright, then I'll put my saving throw dice away. I would say this. I would say this. They're they're kind of huddled together whispering. You could make a ring and drop it around them if you wanted. Oh, I like that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. So uh, you form you pour out the water and you move it into the sky, and then you spend a second or two making it into the perfect ring, and you let it go, and Rotan and Silway, all of a sudden, water falls all around you, but not on you, and soaking the grass and everything around you, and splashes up a little bit, but you are not wet. This is perplexing weather. (laughs) (laughs) Mist, is he, he's, he's listening to us, isn't he? Presumably. She's always looking around, like, where, the, where is that cat? I don't know of any other beings with such a fickle relationship with water. So you're standing there looking up for Mist, and all of a sudden you feel, so a, a presence at your elbow. And you kind of turn around to see Trevor standing there. Oh my god, did you just see that? That was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Where did, like, where did it come from? It like literally fell from the sky. Oh my god. The water, I'll... Yeah, who did that? I don't know who did that. Did, wait, you think somebody did that? I thought it was a cloud. Like, I mean, cloud, that'd be a weird cloud, right, Trevor? That's what I was thinking. Totally weird. Sure, yeah, what a crazy cloud that dropped a single ring of water around us like that. Yeah, but Mara, you really lead such a cool life. Like, stuff like that doesn't happen to me. Really? You've never been had rain fall around you? No, no. I usually get soaked. Oh. Rotan is just standing there awkwardly. <laughs> like. Um, uh, do you, uh, uh, I see you, your, your drinks are empty. Do you and, um, not dad need another drink? No, I'm, um, I'm fine. I'll just, I'll just leave you two. Um, I'm, I'm gonna walk over, over this way. Are you sure you want to leave us, Rotan? Maybe you should, maybe you should hang around a bit. No, I think I'll, I'll go walk you, over this way. Don't do it, Rotan. And, and say my favorite word, signal. Signal, <laughs> signal, signal. <laughs> Oh, signals are great, <laughs> aren't they?
I do love a good signal. Will Rotan get to set his fire? Will Mist come up with a solution that doesn't involve his stupid hat? Will Silway realize that Trevor was hitting a... Nope, that one was pretty obvious. But find out more next time on Multi-Class Theater. Hey listeners, my name is Dave Cole and I'm the Dungeon Master and host of a Dungeons and Dragons podcast called Ah, wait, Dave, say no more. They'll be enchanted by one of my songs and then they'll be hooked. No, they want to hear about how we slay great beasts. No, they want to hear about magic and sorcery and spellcasting. They will listen for the story, the rich history, the lore, or we can just roll the dice and let fate decide. You're right. If you haven't listened to The Four Orbs yet, find us at www.fourorbs.org or whatever podcast app you use.